plop, fizz, fizz. <laughs> Welcome back to It Was Murder. <laughs> I am your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. I almost forgot. <laughs> and I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight we have, for the first time ever, <laughs> a guest. A no. guest. Second time. What? Oh, Keith. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh. But this is like a regular episode. Like, but this is the first time that we're oh. doing an episode Sorry, of the Keith. show. Yeah. Keith still holds he's got the, a special app. He's a special, he has a special place in our heart forever. But our guest is Corey Donatella Gus. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me. So, I, so it's dedicated lover. Wait, and romantic. D- diehard romantic. Devoted lover. Satisfied virgin. <laughs> and please speak into the mic. Oh, sorry. Well, I guess what I do I need to I need to figure out some sort of title. Uh, yeah. No, or I guess maybe guests don't get titles. Well, well, maybe by the end of the episode. Listeners, if you're interested in hearing <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> four hour Odyssey of a podcast. An odyssey, a yes. journey, you might say. An, an escape to some. <laughs> the four of us did an episode of Eric and Joe Lockdown, our old podcast, our old dead podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> on the film River's Edge, and we went at length. We talked about everything yes. there possibly was to talk about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Four hours. It was a really good one. I love that episode. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if, you, if you're entranced by this particular group <laughs> talking to each other, there's four more hours of it. I'm, I'm pretty sure this, I'm pretty sure this episode is going to go over. Um, so <laughs> buckle up, kids. Mm-mm. Corey, you, were, you started to tell us, but what is your relationship with Heart to Heart? Well, I, I remember watching it when I was a kid, and I, I mean, I that's that's my relationship to it really i mean yeah. my it would be on you know my parents would watch it and Did your parents i remember being really excited about the intro i remember the intro just being so exciting but then i think as a i mean i don't even know how old i was but watching the episodes i was just always like uh you know like <laughs> like i didn't it didn't it didn't click for me you know mm. that's yeah i have the exact but same like the cars and the, the golf cart exploding like that was very thrilling as a child. <laughs> that horn blaring. Yeah. Plane. Yes. I mean, intro's really good. Intro mm-hmm. is really seductive. <laughs> yeah. Just like how trailers, they're just better than the movie. Yeah. This time when we watched I was watching Don't it. at me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like watching it through Corey's eyes a little bit. And just, we've seen all the lead up to all these moments <laughs> that are happening. Like the tricycle on the beach and explode the like jet ski jump and oh. all the shit that happens in the intro that is so <laughs> wild. But you don't know about any of it. I was I kept thinking like, oh, is this is this a good episode to start off with uh, for Corey? Yeah. <laughs> and I am of two minds. Mm-hmm. About, I'm of two minds about it. But let's mm-hmm. uh, let's dig in. Uh, we are tonight. <laughs> tonight we have the pleasure of discussing blue and broken hearted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we like to attempt to sum up the plot of an episode <laughs> in sixty seconds or less in our next segment called Minute Max. And I go first. Um, oh, great. Blue and broken hearted. Uh, this guy owes $150,000 to the mob, and his decision is to uh, somehow get it from Jonathan Hart, but he doesn't know. He doesn't tell us how. Uh, he shows us a picture of four men, and one of them is Jonathan Hart. Anyway, uh, the Hearts then go to a restaurant and have a fight because Jennifer thinks that he's having an affair. And 
then they go home. Max is there. Uh, they abandon him at the restaurant. <laughs> he has to walk home. <laughs> and when he gets there, he's like, what the hell? What, what's wrong with you guys? And they, they go, shush. Let's turn on all the water. And uh, we're being bugged. Someone's listening to us. So we're faking this whole thing. Come to, they finally somehow find out that this guy uh, who was bugging them and owed $150,000 to the mob, was, he made a bet with the three other men in the photo that the hearts would get divorced and the hearts were just playing him the whole time and then they punch him out in front of a church (laughs) thank you i'm not thrilled with that performance (laughs) Uh, am i up Mm -hmm. okay blue and broken hearted all right uh we're back at home with the hearts after a long time away and max is in this episode although he gets mistreated a little bit so i'm kind of <laughs> mad about that there's the uh jonathan's ex is sending him flowers and pictures and like all these kind of weird lewd things in front of jennifer to clearly try to break them up for some reason and there's a man who owes money to the mafia with this woman who is going along with this plot she pretends to be jonathan's ex-girlfriend and to lure him away from Jennifer and then Jonathan and Jennifer get in a fight and it's like the plan is working. Oh no. And then it turns out that they were faking the fight because their whole house was bugged. And the entire time you're thinking like, how is breaking up Jonathan and Jennifer going to get this man any money? And then they answer that by saying that they made a $50,000 bet on when Jonathan and Jennifer would break up. So they get in a car chase and then they beat the guy up in front. He kills the woman who was pretending to be Jonathan's ex-girlfriend. And then they save the day, the end. (laughs) Good old Pat Yankee. Pat. Pat Yankee, the greatest heart-to-heart random former syndicate employee name ever. Yes. Um, As I said... My technology was having some issues with this episode, and I am going to blame that for what's about to happen. <laughs> okay. It's Blue and broken hearted. Like candy wrapper. So, totally critical. critical. <laughs> um, so, there's a loan shark slash mob guy with the uber menacing name of Mr. Flowers, and he comes to your house when you're wearing like your Bruce Lee Terry cloth bathrobe to tell you that you better pay him back your fucking $100,000 with 10% interest, blah, 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 blah. And then his weird girlfriend's like, oh my God, we got to get out of here. It's like, no, we don't. I have an idea, but we don't know what that idea is. And then the hearts do a lot of fake arguing and some uh, bitch sends uh, Jonathan like a cashmere sweater and some roses. And we see Deanne and she looks amazing. Uh, another guy's like, oh, my wife Helen left me for her yoga instructor. It's like, no shit, dude. Look at your Yourself. And then um, Fred is like, oh, I made a bet with these guys and I'm going to make $150,000. Bloody blood. It's very sinister. It's big from their wedding, something, something. And then um, Pat's all, no, no, you can't do that. I'm going to call Mr. Flowers. And he's like, don't fucking call Mr. Flowers. And then he's like, I'm going to choke you out and you're going to be dead in the closet. And then Fred meets all the old guys. And he's like, give me the money. And then Jonathan's like, fuck no, we're faking it. Uh, I love your Minimaxes. <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. <laughs> well, Corey, do you think you, you want to give I, it a shot? I, I, I'm a, I, I kind of I want to give you the option of not doing it, but I also just want to force what? you to do it. <laughs> what does Corey get the option? Uh, what? We are I mean, all the lamps. Is he I, paying you in lamps? <laughs> I feel like the thing is like I, I, I re like I I I I thought about all the things you guys missed, but then it just got confusing completely. Yeah. So I we'll see we'll see how we'll see how I do. I'll give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Oh my okay. god, I'm so excited. You don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. Okay. 
So Blue and Brokenhearted <laughs> is the name of the episode. And it starts off with this guy, Fred, who's being interrogated by or he's being shaken down by these bank guys uh, saying that he he owes them <laughs> he owes them a hundred thousand dollars from this loan that they gave him without any collateral but at 10 percent interest and but now he owes them one hundred and fifty thousand dollars and he needs to give it to him in a month and so then he devises this plan in his head but doesn't give us any details that somehow he's going to get this money from mr hart and then um uh Right. And so so then what starts to happen is we start to find out that 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 it seems that someone is framing them that they that Stephanie and Stephanie Jennifer <laughs> Jennifer and and uh don't worry about the names. Just go. Mr. Hart are, are like they're like kind of having affairs and they reminisce about people they've that they that were hot that they used to date, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all right. It's harder than it's. <laughs> it's really hard. That's a that is not easy. Thank you. Finally, somebody's acknowledging. That's really that yeah. I'm not really easy. impressed. Well, so now on to <laughs> people who so make it seem oh, so man. easy. It's almost <laughs> yeah. like it's almost like they wrote it down. Almost, <laughs> almost, but that's impossible. There's no way. <laughs> Jenny and Bill. Jenny and Bill. Sisler Family Playhouse presents Blue and Brokenhearted, also known as Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Some guy named Fred Brutus is in trouble, and the only way out is to screw over Jonathan. Well, duh, all of Jonathan's friends are broke-ass bones. Michael Lerner tells the hearts that married people suck. Some slut named Irene can't catch a clue to back off Jonathan. It's Heart versus Heart 1, light up at La Mangerie. Mr. and Mrs. H, what the actual fuck? It's okay, Max, we're just fake fighting. It's Heart versus Heart 2, battle of the bedroom. And now, a word from Freeway. Mommy? Daddy, what the actual fuck? <laughs> Jennifer plays backgammon with Mrs. George Hamilton, and a brawl ensues. Jennifer confronts fake Irene Darrow, and mayhem ensues. Fred Brunus gets greedy, and Pet Yankee goes south. The hearts find out that the whole plot was just a drunken bed at a bachelor party. What, what the, the actual, actual fuck? fuck? Bad guy confrontation time, Mr. Jonathan beats down Fred Brunus in front of the flying nun. And we end with a not-so-veiled <laughs> masturbation joke. Eric, Eric and Joe, Joe welcome, welcome back. back. We hope Ellen, Ellen didn't, didn't use any magic, magic to wrong you blind. blind. The yeah. end. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Jenny and Bill. They know too much. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys rule. That was so That was Did amazing. anyone mention Claire? No, no one mentioned Claire. And, 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 and you mean queen. Alana Stewart? Yeah. <laughs> and George Christie I mean, in the greatest outfit yeah. ever. George, I did love George Christie's outfit. Here's what you say. Save it for the pod and Jerry's. I'm sorry. Pod but pods, pods and Jerry's. <laughs> Which they always just kept calling it pod pods and Jerry. And but, and it, Jerry. but it is. It, the sign said pods and Jerry's. Mm. And I looked it up. It's a, it's a Harlem... Uh, jazz club, oh, like like OG Harlem jazz club, like way old. Hmm. Uh, and went to Harlem. I they had, I guess they had an LA outpost for that some, was for one time. that was backgammon oh, tables. That's a backgammon. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. The, like, what, what okay, first of all, it's a it's sing- a they keep bar. saying it's a singles bar, and I'm like, mm-hmm. backgammon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a special niche. That's a special niche. <laughs> and and um, the funniest part about that was that everyone there was in couples. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, but so Bill and Jenny brought up something that is important, especially since Corey's joining us, yeah. is that you guys came up to Seattle last week. We recorded in Corey's apartment without his permission or without <laughs> him there. Sorry, maybe we I had mean, your permission. Um, but it was like the most crazy 
pod yeah. people in real life <laughs> visit ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many of our It Was Murder pod superstars. Yes. Mm-hmm. We got to meet uh, someone that we have we have admired from afar <laughs> who is a listener yeah. who will remain nameless. Keith? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let's be real. This person is the It Was Murder home office. Yes. This person handles all this- of our stats. All of our information. This person is the expert on it was murder. I would like to say that uh, this person is our Deanne. Oh, <gasps> yeah, yes. <laughs> Am I wrong? And I feel we, we <laughs> love this person as much as we love Deanne. This and is Corey 100% is our true. Stanley. <laughs> Yo, Corey is our Stanley. <laughs> it's which one's Stanley? He wasn't oh. in this episode. He's gonna say Max. Isn't oh. It's a compliment. <laughs> it's a compliment. But we like it's Stanley. Margaret. No last name. Yeah, <laughs> we love Margaret. We loved meeting you, Margaret, and I you. hope we get to meet again. Oh God, yeah, she's great. She's yeah. great. She is wonderful. Uh, also, we got to meet Keith, <laughs> which was lovely, <laughs> and it was very. It was great to see the bar that he runs. It was the, the doctor's, doctor's office. office in Seattle. Uh, highly recommend everybody in the area go to the doctor's yes. office, reserve a seat. Capitol Hill in Seattle, beautiful bar. Do it. Um, see Keith in real life. Yeah. He's more than just the liquor professional for It Was Murder. Yes. He's so much more than that. <laughs> yeah. He's also America's Just Most Adorable Deadhead. No. <laughs> Dog dad. I kept, feeling, I kept feeling bad that he was serving us, but I wanted that alcohol, so I let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Mm. This episode... Corey, what were, like I so I, I didn't know if this was a good place to start. Like I, I hadn't seen this episode before. And about halfway through it, I was like, this is a slow one. And there's like not a lot of music, not a lot of action. But I have to say, like, I was so wrapped up in it. Um, it possibly my hangover. <laughs> but uh, I was really wrapped up in it. And when Jonathan and Jennifer started fighting in the restaurant, I got sad. Oh, oh. yeah. Like, I forgot. Oh. I forgot th- in the description from last week's episode that right. uh, Ellen told us. <laughs> They're, they put on a show to... Yeah, to, that, that's what I was thinking during that scene is that was a major spoiler. The, the episode description was such a spoiler for it, what this episode was. It kind of was. Yeah, because they really, for the first time, something they do something that I always want them to do and bury the lead and not just show you what's happening the whole time mm-hmm. and like pr- like string the viewer along a little bit into the the mystery of the episode, which they never do. This time they finally did it but they told us about it before <laughs> with the description. <laughs> to be clear, I told you about it yeah. because that is just one of the things I do on the podcast. I kept I kept getting uh, I kept getting sort of uh, like sidetracked by I mean I I, I followed it even without having to ha- having had a lot of experience or history with heart to heart, but I I had I mean I had those questions like did they just call that dog freeway? Like I, I didn't understand. I was like, what the fuck? But like, of course they did. I kept getting hung up on, I mean, the little details from shows from that time, I guess, which was like, I was held up because of the mail. That's why, that's why she was late to lunch. Well, I was late because mm-hmm. of the mail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I thought that was, those were the little things that I would then, I don't know, but I was able to follow. I just don't understand how they had such, awful friends that were betting $50,000 each on the longevity of their relationship at their wedding. Yeah. And that they all like wrote these checks, then they were cashed and put into a trust. Like 
<laughs> what the fuck is that shit? Like that's a very yeah, that's, serious. That's pretty dark. Yeah, that's dark. <laughs> that's not friends. Um, it's, it's par for the course for the hearts, though. They have awful friends, but usually, they usually end up yeah. dead, so it's okay. <laughs> so there's a shout out to Dynasty in this episode. Yeah. Oh, the Carringtons. Or didn't they the say Carringtons. Didn't they use the Carrington? oh. Carringtons? Yeah. Yeah, when they're when they're listing all of their friends that are not married anymore, when yeah. they're talking to Wasaface where he's complaining about how his wife left him for the yoga instructor, blah 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 blah, yeah. right? And they're naming all of their friends, and then of course it's just like wah wah. They are separated, and they're like, oh, the Carringtons, and it's like, ooh, yeah, that's good. That's a good <laughs> ABC deep cut. Yeah, mm. uh, Arthur. Catch that. Played by Michael Lerner. Arthur. He's in everything. He's one of those people that's in every single thing ever made. Yeah, this is his second appearance on Heart to Heart, too. Yep. Big up. Did you guys know who George Christie was? I did not. I had to I had to look him up. He played himself in this episode? Yeah, he was a society columnist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like that, that couple looked like that <laughs> restaurant created them. They looked like they were birthed by the interior design <laughs> of that restaurant. Which I loved. La Rangerie. La Rangerie. We're currently drinking beer out of goblets. La Rangerie. The columnist and mm-hmm. Claire, Claire, who are sitting at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. That was during the fight, it was cracking me up because they were just so blatantly staring at them. Like, <laughs> and they were the, o- the hearts were the only ones talking in the entire. <laughs> <laughs> restaurant and they're facing the entire restaurant yeah <laughs> it was so in the good. 80s you could just you could just stare at people like that and mm, totally <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i love that but scene we have to acknowledge that it's alana stewart oh and that's alana stewart insane and i thought she was i thought she was great i did too L'Orangerie is a real restaurant. Sure is. That closed and then oh. reopened in 2014 and then closed again. No, I was yeah. going to say we should go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope. Or do we have the clothes, though? I don't think go? I don't have yeah. my silver leopard print. <laughs> You're top. like mint green suit. Oh, you took that's pictures while, while watching, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's smart. Good reference. <laughs> right, that's Joe's MO. That, the <laughs> the it's visual like, record. It's like Egyptian Versailles brunch, that restaurant interior mm-hmm. design. Very, I love it. Very cool. Very cool colors. We're really into the faux Egyptian stuff mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's co-opting. Did, it's, uh, it might be a little tasteless. Did the hearts get a new bedroom set? And another phone for the bedroom? <laughs> they, it appears that they did. I don't remember the uh, the Japanese uh, dressing screen behind the bed ever. Uh-uh. uh-uh. And <laughs> yeah, just... Having a phone on either side of the bed was really like freaky to me. I did not like that. It seems like, very luxurious for the time. Yeah, luxurious or or problematic. Like it just seems like a stress, like a stress inducer. I think it would be fun. You could call each other from um, your side of the bed. That would be so awesome. <laughs> but they apparently have yeah, because they have separate numbers. Apparently, oh. <laughs> well, she, no, because Jennifer great. put somebody on hold. That. She put someone on hold and then transferred it to his phone it's on the other side of the bed. Right? <laughs> she didn't just she didn't just hand him the phone. She tra- right? No, she transferred it <laughs> yeah. to his phone oh Lord. that's so great i like that there's a lot of phone action in this episode <laughs> oh my like God. the house yeah. is bugged and there's a lot of fake telephone vans and then pat yankee who reveals to us which this is one of my favorite quotes she's like i was jailed once for my innovations in stereophonic <laughs> sound, sound. Yes. Like, oh that pet yankee yeah so I, colorful. I wrote I down that again <laughs> did you did you get right? i, that I wrote like, down oh. that note and i actually 
put it in quotes to remember that it was <laughs> word for word what she said. Right. Leave it the little little hyphen. Pat Yankee. <laughs> Pat Yankee. Didn't we have another? We had another lady phone expert working with the mafia in a previous episode, didn't we? Yeah. There was yeah, like we a did. phone. We did. Hacker. For the costume party. When, yes. Yeah, when What's His Face was getting his award for being man of the year. This yes. is not our first 80s phone hacker. Uh. <laughs> We've seen it before. My favorite phone moment, though, is when Jonathan and Jennifer are pretending to fight in the bedroom because they know they're being bugged. And then she fake slaps Jonathan. Yes. <laughs> and then the phone rings and Jennifer says, I got it. <laughs> like, it's just completely out of character. Like, she goes, I got it. <laughs> the way she says hello, too, was where she's like, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi, Claire. I kind of like it. Like, Jennifer just sort of, Stephanie Powers goes, like, mm. she pierces the veil in this performance. Like, mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. bizarre, right? So there's, like, <laughs> Stephanie Powers as Jennifer Hart. Jennifer Hart as mad at Jonathan, Jennifer Hart. Mm-hmm. And then there's just sort of this weird, it's, I don't know, it was a lot for me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of jumping around that I guess I've just grown comfortable with. I was so confused. Yeah. <laughs> I was very confused for a lot of the episode, a, a big portion of the episode. Yeah, same. <laughs> and also, Pat Yankee didn't ask, yes. like, what the fuck are we doing? What is the plan here? I'm just, she was just fully willing. You kept me in the dark. Yeah. yeah. She's just fully willing to break this couple up that will somehow lead to money eventually. Why couldn't he just tell her? It was just like, bizarre i think she was under the she was assuming it was a blackmail operation mm-hmm. which which we all kind pat of yankee were. you know has that experience pat yankee's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pat yankee's a criminal she's a telephonic mm-hmm. criminal a telephonic criminal and fred brunis <laughs> it's like they, <laughs> they took a, they took a day off when they were naming characters <laughs> i don't know pat yankee, yankee frank brunis. Know. Yeah. Fred yankee Br- is brunis. great <laughs> one guy just played himself they didn't even name him he's just like you, you can just have your own name George Christie. Well, you are. We will call you George Christie. <laughs> Speaking of the, the tele- telephonic, stereophonic sound, what I loved was the yeah. moment where Max revealed that, oh, he maybe let the house get bugged because someone came through to tour the house yes. to offer designer color phone. Design- yes. oh. <laughs> I that knew. was so great. Yeah. I so was like, oh, is that scene on the cutting room floor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know what the palette is Yes, for the phones, phones because that would be so Cool. And then the, the hearts do have those extra phones in their bedroom now. So it's like, you know, Max is, I don't blame Max. Like, that's completely legit. Like, he's like, well, mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. H are adding a lot more phones. Like, maybe they want one they in They must Mo. need them in designer colors. Is it like a Burberry yeah. phone? <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Yeah. My note for this moment is Corey's ears perked up when Max said phones in designer colors. <laughs> <laughs> they, did. they did perk up. I know you. Maybe that's why there was the new bedroom set. Maybe there was this whole like you know backstory of a redecorating sort of plan. Mm-hmm. So that's sure. why. Maybe it's why it would make deep, sense. Well, you know? deep deep undercover. How many yeah. how many episodes has it been? Pat since Yankee. Been at, she doesn't do it halfway. At the heart estate. She's at, been in jail, you guys. It's been like five episodes since we've been at home, right? Oh, that's right. Oh. It has been really. Tri- well, no, they were at home. They were at home the last episode, weren't they? No, the last one was they, they were, in were France, quote unquote they were France. In France, mm-hmm. and then before that they were in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and then they were at home because Jennifer was robbing everybody because she was oh, no right. <laughs> And then they were traveling again, though they were in Europe, and then they were control. visiting her father. Mm, that's right. They've been away a lot on yeah. this season. Yeah, it's a year of travel. I just love saying Pat Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like I'm going to adopt that as my alias. Mm. You think that's convincing? Do I look like a pet Yankee? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just about to ask, do you know? You probably do. So at one point, I started to realize, like, I should actually be sort of cataloging the number of times that Jennifer says, darling. She starts every <laughs> sentence with darling. Yeah. This is true. Because it's Ooh. glamorous. <laughs> I've never really noticed that Right, before. darling? Oh, my God. Every, darling. 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 Well, yeah, it's darling. she either she says Jonathan or darling. She says his name a lot, which is mm. which would weird me out. Like if if you were like Eric, I think I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric. Yeah. Um. But it's all just leading up to because she just always has to yell his name whenever the shit's going down. True. Mm-hmm. Jonathan. So it's like it's good practice. He's just <laughs> prepared. He never can forget his own name, and mm-hmm. he has it right at the ready. But the darling thing, that's true. It's, I guess I've just become a nerd to mm. how much she says darling. Mm-hmm. I think it's sweet. There's one moment in this episode where I'm like, oh, sometimes I think Jennifer and I have things in common. I don't know that I really think that too much. But <laughs> this episode, there's something where it's like, wow, we're different. And it's when <laughs> Deanne brings in the uh, weirdly packaged uh, long stem roses mm-hmm. from Irene day slash me daryl um jonathan's former um long-term relationship he says they were together for a long time right very so gorgeous the roses and <laughs> and right and it's this beautiful box right card blah blah deanne looks amazing when she comes in with it it's just yes. a great moment oh, God, until jennifer does. says i would send carnations to a man <laughs> and i just thought oh no <laughs> <laughs> like i, I mean <laughs> no i mean like am yeah. i wrong I, I don't i'm not i don't think this is classist i mean sometimes i'm classist sorry everybody but <laughs> um but carnations to me are like the things that people like did you have that thing in high school or middle school where you could write a note to somebody and then a carnation would get delivered to their classroom um to mm-hmm. make everybody else feel like shit or whatever no. i don't know that's that actually the goal <laughs> I've seen that before. <laughs> that was just like an exciting high school side effect. Um, <laughs> but it was always carnations. And so I kind of have a, a weird thing where it's like, oh, I get like the spicy smell of carnations and like you can turn them all different colors and shit. Or I guess maybe they grow all those different colors or whatever, because anything is possible and the world is magical. <laughs> but if somebody sent me a gigantic gold box, I mean, I don't know if there are long stem carnations, but if somebody <laughs> sent me a four foot long gold box with a ribbon and it had carnations in it with like a label that said for men like flowers for men or whatever i think i would trip out and jump off it should just say men's flowers yeah, yeah. yeah like men's flowers and i say that because i sent flowers to men this week oh carnations i hope <laughs> oh, yeah, i, I, would have done. I mm-hmm. sent i was like i'd like to send 50 of your finest long stem carnations <laughs> yeah. to home to mrs mustafa's homeroom class <laughs> a giant box of I carnations <laughs> i was is that is that an, that's a very unusual way to package flowers right or is that a normal thing because the, i was in a box as big yeah. as the receptionist yeah. i was i think it's the that. greatest way But then you have to collect them all because they were all spread out throughout the box in this long way. So you would have to hand pick out each one to put in a vase or wherever you want. No, no, no. You have someone do that for Uh, you. Okay. No, 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 no. Unless you want to. No, no. No, no, Madge. I have it. Or you say, these aren't carnations and you throw them out. Yeah. (laughs) They're not carnations. Or you say, stop gendering me. (laughs) 
What yeah. are these roses? They're not uh, the, the flowers for men. Is that really a thing? I should have looked that up. Like, is carnations actually like flower for man in in 1982? I have no, no clue. I only maybe of... is that why the high school picked carnations because it was like, well, the men won't get all upset and uptight and whatever, <laughs> masculine, emasculated flowers. the young men, but the girls will be so excited to get this shitty, spicy smelling flower that's <laughs> to match the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> There goes our sponsorship from the Carnation Growers of America. I'm sorry. Carnation Shit. Instant Breakfast is still on the Shit. line, though. <laughs> oh, but I love the Instant Breakfast, but that, this is it's not. Con- <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, yeah, what? I'm trying to think of what like what flowers would be called as for men. Like what would they they wouldn't be called flowers? They'd be like called hockey like- for men. Yeah, <laughs> and hockey for men is in a dark green box that I find very compelling. Um, but it's just like dark chocolate hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But carnation is not the dark chocolate version of a rose. No, I think you just have to send a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't the gun embedded in the flowers? Ooh, no, I, it's just in a gold box. <laughs> a gift that I do like and that I would encourage more people to send to people that they used to sleep with is cashmere sweaters. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm just going to put that out there. Hey, anybody that I have slept with <laughs> and don't sleep with anymore. You can send me cashmere sweaters yeah. because if you send me, you know, I like cashmere sweaters. I mean, I have a bunch, but I can always use more. Don't send me carnations. A box of cashmere sweaters. And we know now that Jonathan is a large. Mm. Oh, it's in your size. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh. Right. In your size. This. Uh, come that on. The sweater. That was oh, I tried to return it. It's like, clearly you didn't try very hard. Yeah. Send think, back the carnations. I think the carnation line really was just to show like Jennifer might be on edge about Jonathan getting these flowers, but she might not. You know, it was like her like little picky comment. Oh, to, she like, started like deflecting. From, yeah. yeah. Oh, to, I, like, thought, I thought she was just do- being a, like, it was a dig. Like uh, it was a dig like, at Irene Day slash Cheryl. Totally. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that bitch has no taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tasteless. Except then he whips out the cashmere sweater. <laughs> yeah. And us as, as the viewer are like, is Jennifer really upset or not? Oh my God. Are they going to break? Are you like, I'm going mad. Why did they do the yeah. Irene Day versus Irene Daryl thing that just really super confused me and didn't, didn't, I don't, it wasn't really necessary. I actually. don't understand why they just, yeah. what were they doing? With I, that? I felt like oh. it was just like a, a red herring just to, to further confuse us, like a, just to make <laughs> it, it as right. convoluted as possible. Because one, <laughs> what I didn't get was how, when did they find out that they were bugged? Uh, we don't see. Right. Oh, wait. Je- Jennifer does mention she that says, to Max. They tell Max yeah, that yeah, we yeah. found one in the rug, right? But that was yeah. like a week before. Yeah. We don't see that moment when they find it. But they're like, so for like a week, have they been just having fake conversations? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was a day before. I don't, it was, I don't remember how long she says they've been bugged. Good question. They've been slowly Hmm. building up like tension. (laughs) Developing their, their hate strategy. So, (laughs) but in that scene, when they finally explained to Max, Jennifer says loudly, I'm going to go take a shower. And then she silently beckons Max to follow <laughs> her. Max. And I was like, that's from Max's oh, perspective. Max. He, she's like, come join me in the shower. <laughs> and I was wondering, do you guys think that if jo- Jennifer put the moves on Max, do you think he would do anything? Like, no. you think he would? Well, but Jonathan so? was there. He was just like a few steps above. Uh, right, right. So maybe but if he Jonathan, was like, oh shit, this is Jonathan finally wasn't. happening. Right. right. It seemed, yeah, it seemed like the swing was about to happen. <laughs> but do you think, right? I mean, Max obviously thinks Jennifer's beautiful because he says it in the intro. He says it out loud. Mm. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Everyone thinks Jennifer's yeah. beautiful. But do you think that if she really put the moves on him, he would 
do anything? I don't. No, I think his no. his allegiance no, to Jonathan would loyal. prevent him from ever okay. yeah. like oh, thinking God. even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. No. He's not Ugh. a eunuch. <laughs> no, we know he's not a eunuch. He has he gets, a pulse. He gets his. He's mm. Max is quite the ladies' man. Oh. Just like you, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> my reputation precedes me. Did anybody else so when when Jonathan and Jennifer are talking about oh the people we dated and Jennifer's like, oh the people we dated. Woof. Woof. Yeah. Woof. She woofs. It was yeah. great. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then they're talking about Andy Seagram. Andy Seagram. The narcissist, apparently. Stunningly good looking, mm-hmm. yeah, and deeply self-centered. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I just like that from now on. The people we dated. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lo- I'm going to send everybody carnation. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that conversation. <laughs> it was it started the episode off on a good note yeah. for me. Like, oh, I love yeah. I love watching the hearts be cute with mm-hmm. each other. And this yes. that was like super cute. And it was a witty, like it was written well. Yeah. They weren't like threatened by this idea of talking about, you know, no, no. past lovers. They really yeah. made him seem like a guy, like the American psycho type person totally. that just stares at himself in the mirror and masturbates <laughs> all day. That's what, that's what I collect from Andy. From Andy Seagram. Seagram. Can we talk about the pet Yankee situation? I mean, that's a lot, but specifically the how the hearts there's so many people that look alike in the heart to heart universe oh. yeah and i feel like the irene day slash daryl pet yankee situation takes it to a whole nother level of what the fuck doppelganger mm-hmm. um because it's just like wait a minute wait when when she showed up on screen i had to look her up because i thought is that peggy mm-hmm. i thought it was peggy i thought they brought peggy back for a weird role <laughs> Oh, I wish they'd bring Peggy. Corey is so confused right now. I know. No, I, I'm, 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 I'm following. Did you want to talk about yeah, a lamp? This, uh... <laughs> I actually don't think I noticed too many lamps. What, what did I notice, though? Um, the fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. Oh, prop. That, that was... was like a rocket. <laughs> I lo- so this was my other favorite thing about this episode was that the the hearts twice get in trouble with the law yeah uh the the True. the bar brawl at pods and uh, pod, at pod, pod and jerry's pods and jerry's pods and jerry's pod and jerry's um pods and jerry's which was great because that guy <laughs> uh clifford lehman was the most intense creep <laughs> oh yeah total. ever yeah oh my god I, if i had one little iota of his confidence his opening line to jennifer <laughs> Oh. who he doesn't know at the bar so he says he sits down in front of her when her friend goes to the bathroom and he says i'm clifford lehman i like you how would you like to stay up all night sip champagne and watch the sunrise <laughs> before she even says anything to him at all and she steam he steamrolls her like he refuses to yeah. stop talking yeah. It's, yeah. it was so gross was and gross i was just glad that she got to hit him with her purse a bunch of times <laughs> but so but so was he was he in on it was he part of fred's plan like how did no. He's just, I think he's just a pod and Jerry creep. <laughs> I think he's just a pod, so pod may, and Jerry regular. So maybe maybe pods, Fred anticipated that happening because Jennifer is so desirable that someone's going to just sit down and, you know, yeah. harass I mean, well, her. And it's a singles bar. So yeah. yeah. You have to imagine creeps. Has, have any of you ever had somebody get, feed you a line like that? Uh, I've mm. nothing that intense. I mean, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? No, I no. usually sit in front of people. I'm the it one would. doing it. Hi, I'm Joe Garber. I like you. How would you like to stay up all night and sip champagne and watch the sunrise? <laughs> and six years later, we're still together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is so creepy. Uh, such a creepy. I feel like if I tried that when I said my name, they'd be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Helen? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you just say? Uh, so, but Jennifer spends a night in jail. I know. And she seems. And then she comes out in the greatest fur coat I've ever seen. She looked so amazing when she comes out. And she also, like, she seemed like she loved it. She was like, I know. Ah, night in county yeah. jail. She's, she's like, I'm hair. alive. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> then they drive uh-huh. past the the morning hooker. Like, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she's, <laughs> she's like, that woman got out before me. <laughs> Do you see that woman on the corner? And then it's just that a was shot epic. of a woman. Yeah. Oh my so God. Much. Yeah. I wish I had that coat so <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah. I know I didn't look that good when I came out of my night. <laughs> my, my, favorite, city, city jail. <laughs> uh, my favorite detail of, uh, Jennifer being in jail was that she was so angry she didn't use the tissue to wipe the fin- <laughs> like fingerprint. Oh yeah, ink I know. Off her that seemed like a weird adi- addition I to that. Criminal justice reform now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was in protest. She didn't wipe off the <laughs> fingerprint. In protest. Yes. She kept her fingers dirty. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you explain to me why there was this fight scene at Pods and Jerry's? What did, how did this factor into the plot at all? Again, I'm super confused. Yeah. So I, 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 th- I think it was. So the thing is, I don't know how it worked out because it was the proposition to go to the singles bar was from Claire, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. And may, maybe, and somehow Pat and J- and Fred knew she would be there because then they were they wanted to get like paparazzi shots of her. They did know she was going to be there because they have their their room bugged, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then it was like to get the paparazzi shots to like sort of cement this story that they're br- that they're breaking up. She's at a singles bar and there's a fight that broke out and mm-hmm. yeah. now she's in jail. Like so, that's so I get things are on the, the, things are on to the rocks. get the coffee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So either okay. to get either, the attention because they're going to write it up. If he's just if she's just at the singles bar, it might be like a single line in George Christie's society <laughs> column like spotted at Pods and Jerry's yeah. blah blah. But then and Claire clearly is in league with George Christie. Yes. So it's about him giving getting more proof to back up his, you know, evidence for the But bet. he didn't okay. propose that. Claire proposed it. So how did Fred and Pat How did Fred and Pat did they just see that as an opportunity to I'm guessing so because so that's where it's more confusing for me too is that they didn't like if Clifford was in on it, it makes perfect sense to me that they were like all right, we know where they're going. We know where she's going. Let's get this. Let's get this shit. The shit stirring. Uh, call Clifford. But instead, call I think Clifford. he just went there and waited for someone to hit on Jennifer, which was mm-hmm. obviously going to happen yeah. at Pods and yeah. Jerry's. Mm-hmm. And then he Pods. he started a fight. I mean, the backgammon is just yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Double sixes. Yeah, that's oh my sexy God. behavior. Backgammon. <laughs> Okay. People we dated. Woof. Woof. The only way that backgammon could get sexier would be if Andy Seagram was here. He is so fucking hot. Oh my God. He was gorgeous. That guy? He is gorgeous. Did we love Claire's look at Pods and Jerry's, though? The leopard print shiny. Yes, her shiny leopard. Huge shoulders and her blonde hair. The winged hair. Oh, man. And the lip gloss. Like, oh, my God. She's big chunky gold necklace. Yeah, Elena's her big up to that look. <laughs> yes, that was amazing. Really owning it. And that She's room. Like the queen of 1982 at that moment. Yeah, that interior, another great interior. It's all this green walls and just, it looks like a green poker felt. den, yeah. sort yeah, of. Yeah, it, it seems like a card room, mm-hmm. like more than anything. Like, it doesn't seem yeah. like a 
singles bar. Whoa. I mean, I kind of get it having like full of sexy singles. Gambling boat. Yeah, it yeah. seems like Max is about to pop up. And totally. Like, ah, I don't play any game. Yeah, he, Max is <laughs> Max is in the kitchen. He's like he's like playing cards in the kitchen with the staff. Max, but, right. He's in the the secret game. Max pops up and he's like, "I would fuck Jennifer if she came on to me." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I do kind of like the idea of of backgammon tables at a singles bar because it's it's a it's a two person game. It's like something something you can do with a new person and kind of get to know each other chit chatty. Yes. But then, but then you got to play a. What if you're like, oh, the, no, 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 and you just get up from the game. You still got to play a game with the person. True. Mm. Well, I mean, you can just get up and leave. Yeah, uh, I would. I don't. Play, I've never played backgammon, so I don't know. How, like how it's not like a checkers game where it just goes fast, right? Or does it? Is it pretty fast? I have no clue. I don't right. know if this existed <laughs> still fast. in the eighties, but in Mad Men, there's a scene where Joan goes with her sister to this phone bar, oh, where you, yeah. you know, everyone has a phone on their table, and I wish they had done something like that because of all the phone go- shit going on the rest of the episode. It would have been great if they went to a singles phone bar. Oh, and then they, the table. they could have called the episode "Dial My Heart." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Am I in rewrite corner? <laughs> you are now. I think it's more Where like am I right now. Rewrite mausoleum. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I feel like I've. I feel like I have enough papers scattered about that I get more than a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to encroach in the I room. Like, I like rewrite mausoleum. <laughs> the dead ideas go. Yeah, but then they there's once once the hearts somehow like realize oh there's been a telephone van outside of our house all week <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's go check it out. And then the car chase happens. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Whoa, Pat, Pat comes to visit before this, though. Right? Oh, Pat, Pat, oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, oh, right. to, to tell which Jennifer is the weirdest she's thing having ever. Having an affair with oh, so fucking weird, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, that, that, right. We're having an so affair. So Pat, affair. disguised as Irene Day, yeah. Day Daryl, right? Because she bizarrely enough looks like Irene. Day nature. Wearing a hat that could only be worn if you were going to go sunbathing on top of a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's half jockey yeah. cap, half like LA sun mm-hmm. hat. I, I like I kind of love it. That. Like, it's I, like a little bit Annie Hallish, kind of a yeah. Annie Hall post, like several years mm-hmm. post Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing. Stunway jazz, like slash goodbye girl, da da da. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sexy I like jockey. that look, but. I feel like it's that's not Pat and Yankee's authentic style as we see in other um, scenes with her. So she's just trying to be Irene Day slash Gerald. And then the way Jennifer catches her in a lie is the weirdest (laughs) because Jennifer's trying to be in character, trying to be this divorce, this newly divorced or getting divorced person Mm -hmm. and talks about Jonathan's executive suite uh, apartment that his company owns. Right. Who Pat doesn't doesn't know about that and jennifer says wouldn't you know about that Mm -hmm. like tries to catch pat in a lie but that then that character that jennifer's trying to play falls flat because it's like why is that what you're concerned about that you would know like i would think that pat would see immediately oh shit they know what the fuck's going on yeah Yeah. (laughs) based on the Mm -hmm. way that jennifer behaved jennifer the the Mm -hmm. most surprising thing to jennifer in all of this is that she didn't know about that executive apartment that jonathan had yeah (laughs) like why is that the most (laughs) shocking thing to you (laughs) that was just like a really weird interaction yeah 
I just remember there was a moment, like they, she comes in real serious, you know, and says, Jonathan and I are having an affair and it's very somber. And then at one point, like, I think it's after that, when they bring up the apartment, she kind of laughs and smiles at Jennifer. And I was like, what a bitch. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, this is Jennifer had every right to like slap the shit out Mm -hmm. of her and should have. It would have been really funny. Yeah. And it would have, it would have been in character. If you're going to reference the Carringtons. Mm-hmm. you'd best bring the cat fight, girl right? Girl fight, girl fight. Like, it's to, like uh, if, if Pat Yankee slash fake Irene Day, Irene Daryl comes to the house to fake rubbing in your face that she is doing it with your husband just like she did all those years ago when she sent him a sweater and so the world's biggest box of long stem roses. <laughs> it's like, you know what? You are grabbing each other by the back of uh, the head by your hair, <laughs> and you are somehow then immediately next to the pool and mayhem ensues. Yes. Ellen, welcome okay. to the mausoleum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how get a how, typewriter. How, however, however, we cannot forget how actually ice fucking cold Jennifer is after Pat <laughs> falls out of the closet. <laughs> dead (laughs) and strangled and then a moment later she's on the sofa reminiscing about their wedding wedding pictures oh i was just looking at these wedding pictures cold cold this is yeah yeah. so Corey, Corey, (laughs) just just so you know this is just another day in the heart's life like like they a dead body falls out falls out of a room every day in their life (laughs) and life goes on almost immediately the hearts if there's not a dead body rotting in the corner of a room the hearts are in that's when you need to worry look just because there's a dead body there or maybe like an hour earlier you saw somebody get murdered does it really mean that that hotel room isn't gorgeous (laughs) no it does not no sorry that room is amazing it's Mm -hmm. the fucking honeymoon suite in Hawaii sorry somebody's dead but oh my god must must death kill all the joy as well must my joy be murdered I'm surprised she didn't take a bubble bath after finding (laughs) finding take advantage of those amenities pro bubble bath death be damned pro bubble bath you can just sit in the bathroom hugging yourself and crying you're still in the bathtub yeah it's not like that person's gonna get murdered again like Mm. they're already dead yeah there's really nothing you can do until you get your shit together and you know so enjoy the room okay but the the car chase happened before that because (laughs) because irene was in or not irene pat was in the car (laughs) which during the during the high-speed chase which was actually kind of good like i i like that the van was speeding through the Ah. streets but they then show fred and pat in the van and it's just a perfectly still like set they're just sitting (laughs) sitting in a parked van (laughs) while jonathan and jennifer are really (laughs) driving through the streets Mm -hmm. and then they knock over they almost run over a a public works guy uh and then knock over (laughs) two hearts knock over a fucking that's a flood that's a flood damage title now (laughs) that's a salvage title i'm sorry but two hearts is total she makes a joke about the weather I know. Oh yeah, I didn't think it was going to rain today or whatever. Again, I, yeah, the, I the thought hearts that was cute. run afoul of the law rather directly, and then also the lieutenant shows up with a fresh dye job. Yeah, mm. and a lot of what I think are normal perspectives on the whole situation, <laughs> which is not what I usually would say about the lieutenant. Yeah, right. But he's kind of with everybody else on this one when he's just kind of like. Ah, uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, 
what's happening? <laughs> like, yeah, like, I guess I could. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm with you, Lieutenant. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Where's the scotch? Yeah, Ginny and Bill. What the well, because the whole time they're all still very confused because they haven't actually been blackmailed. Like no one's asked them yeah. for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. and when we find so, out in the next scene, I believe what, uh, when Fred is telling Pat what the plan actually is, mm-hmm. what was wrong with Fred's voice? Was he like that pre- was so <laughs> weird? <laughs> I was like, oh, what I want to do is was he so wiped out from the car chase? He was like the Godfather. Was? He was supposed to be drunk on champagne. Okay, that's oh, a, he was okay, acting drunk, okay, but right. that's not how a drunk person acts. He's like so. drunk on Marlon Brando as the Godfather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the thing about the heart is right. I would. Oh that's when I had to run. I had to jump off the couch and run <laughs> looking for the remote to turn the volume up so he didn't understand <laughs> the goddamn thing he was saying. It was making me breathe weird. Mm-hmm. Like the way he was talking I was like, "You're, are you having an asthma attack right now?" And then, I mean, Fred, Fred is, that's a bizarre portrayal. And I don't mean a bad portrayal. It's like Fred, there's something really unhinged about Fred. Like it's very, it's pretty low key unhinged, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, I don't even understand like Fred, what you don't have a moral compass. Mm -hmm. What compass do you have? And is it broken? (laughs) Because he is just so fucking weird. Like from the moment that he's getting Mm -hmm. shaken down, as Chris said, in his fucking bathrobe like just is like what's happening he's just like so worried then not worried and then he has this brilliant plan he like expresses virtually no emotion about it like he's just very mm-hmm. perfunctory insane mm-hmm. and then you know he's just like choking pat the life out of pat yankee like it's just a lot like that performance i just was yeah torn like i'm like is this the greatest thing i've ever seen or like what is happening right now mm. so fred is just like what <laughs> i don't know like it didn't I surprise me that confused. pat fell out of the closet brunus yeah i just i i almost I, I, yeah i, I mean <laughs> it's like oh he gets this brilliant idea because he goes to his photo scrapbook and finds this photo and oh i remember that time yeah i wrote a fifty thousand <laughs> dollar check that we made on this fucking stupid bet like <laughs> that like, wouldn't he just be like, hey, hey guys, that bet we did made, I'm about to get killed. Like, can I please give me my money? Yeah. <laughs> give me my money back. Yeah. yeah. But no. Right. Like, well, hey, Cyrus V. Cyrus or whatever. That <laughs> yeah. When he's like saying their names. Normally, I love that device. And I kind of actually still loved it in this. Yeah. Where it's like, it's the picture of them and their friends. And it's just like, menacing. Logo <laughs> story. All the Outlook yeah. Hotel. We're just, mm-hmm. oh, God. You know, like something bad is happening in here is the proof right mm-hmm. but mm, that's a pretty that's a pretty shitty bet i mean i guess it's a I terrible bet like, hey, has, has anybody made a bet on the failure of anybody's relationships no but who would ever cop to that and who 50 would do that? Grand, and they yeah they put it in like escrow like they were very serious and about. even arthur who was like the one who believed in them yeah like why would you involve yourself in this it's so gross, gross. like Ar- arthur so would have should have been like you guys suck. They're just I'm showing off. Yeah. Mm. They're just showing off. They're totally. just flexing mm-hmm. their wealth, right? But you also have to keep in mind like 50 grand, if this is at Jonathan's bachelor party, 50 grand is, you know, like 1976, 1977. Yeah. So it's like no joke. Like they're they're really doubling down. So the point is not really 
the Hart's marriage, right? Mm. I think it just it's just secretly that they hate Jonathan for whatever reason. Yeah. But, oh, totally, um, totally. Except for yeah, Arthur. But Except it's just Arthur. like, oh my God. But it does beg the question. So I guess like Mr. Flowers says, you know, like, oh, Fred, you're the king of the shit or whatever. But uh, I guess you're not that smart now or whatever. And it's like, I, I'm just thinking like 10% interest, like over how much time? I can't remember. Yeah. You know, I was like, is that, I mean, yeah. compounded? You know, I don't know. I was also <laughs> pretty upset, excuse me, with Pat in this moment. We've been told she's some kind of telephone expert. We've been shown phones all throughout the episode. There's phones in every single room. Designer color, except the designer <laughs> color. We haven't seen those yet. And no, yet but. she chooses a phone three feet from the man she's about to <laughs> double cross and betray to tell yes. like can you not Mr. Flowers can you not find a better yeah. phone to maybe she looks at him and the camera keeps going to him because he's unconscious but she put his legs up so he was so obviously asleep, asleep. <laughs> like can you not find a better phone to double cross your business partner than one that's two feet away from his head it's so what was her relationship with him what was her relationship with Fred, with Fred? Or Mr. Flowers with Fred, with Fred. Was, she, was she his wife i mean like where she like they never i mean i assume it was really do not clear there's no dtr yeah (laughs) but uh, But she had done work with the mafia before yes and And she wanted back in so right yeah okay i don't know i don't think they really say Mm. she couldn't leave the life Mm -hmm. (laughs) at yankee but they lived together in that apartment right That apartment with that great wallpaper. Yeah. That the hearts just walk in. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just, like the, the hearts have the key to the they city. They just enter like. <laughs> the apartment willy nilly. A literal key to the city. And start reminiscing about their marriage. That was so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she sits on the couch and literally smiles and says, Oh, looking at these old winning photos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good Lord, Jennifer. I feel like faking that your relationship is breaking down. I mean, I guess the hearts are in such a such a solid place with their relationship that they can handle that. I feel like that would be just a fucking formula for disaster <laughs> once you start uh, scratching the surface there. Mm. Maybe I'm just showing my hand or something, but I feel like I couldn't pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it would just take a turn. It's don't kick open that door. Mm-hmm. Also, I was just having this moment where I'm like, is this a trigger warning episode for me? Like, I feel like I'm losing my shit at the thought of one of them cheating on the other person. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who I think I am in this situation, but I am starting to feel real straight up weird. I, I genuinely got upset. I got I got sad at the restaurant. Like, I've, I, yeah, I... It's sad. The One, Stephanie Powers really acts the shit out of that scene. And mm-hmm. Robert True. Wagner was genuinely like, assholey in mm-hmm. that scene yeah he was in a way that we have never seen him be yeah. assholey yeah true it bugged me mm-hmm. it like it, i was like mom and dad stop fighting. like it really bugged me <laughs> i got yeah. mad when they yelled at max yeah. too i was so i got mad when they the abandoned restaurant. him at the mm-hmm. restaurant <laughs> that's so fucked I had up to come home in a cab when they he pulls up in the cab he's like it's me yeah <laughs> it's me and i'd fuck jennifer if she came on to me <laughs> Yeah, it's true. The hearts go go ham on pretending yeah. that they're getting divorced. I well, mean, Jennifer, they just do it. Jennifer asked Jonathan, how far are we willing to take this at one point? So <laughs> for me, that's too far. Leaving Max at a restaurant without a ride, that's oh, too far. You've line. gone too far. It was for the optics. They had that, like the society yeah. guy was standing was right behind believable. them. The society right. dude in followed his amazing them outside outfit. as they walked out. In his junior mint outfit. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> oh, I loved it. It was great. It. 
for his Easter yeah, brunch. Yeah, was so cute. Could they not really have good. like keyed Max in a little earlier? All it took was a shower being run or a sprinkler being run <laughs> to talk. It's just, you have to have running water. Yeah, yeah defeats they, all bugs. Surely they could have <laughs> told Max about what was going on while Max was taking a piss. <laughs> and then they just they just knew and or assumed that the car wasn't bugged, which which kind of bugged me because yeah. I was like, why didn't they bug the car? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Clearly not a telephone expert. Yankee's out of practice. <laughs> she didn't get to the part where she's like, I've got some designer colored phones for LA Mobile, LA Mobile. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, and I, I, this is not episode specific, but thinking about when he pulls up in that taxi, I think it was when I first, maybe it was the first scene where you notice that like the gate to their house has this gigantic cursive H. Mm-hmm. Like, and just thinking that's so interesting oh, yeah, that there's like, like you could ha- like, would you ever have a gigantic initial on the gate to your if home? If I was one of the hearts. <laughs> yes. My grandparents really had a, had a giant iron G uh, on their house, their split level house in South Tacoma. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. The Garraways. Yeah. I always thought huh. it was the coolest thing. Because <laughs> it felt like they were. And it was like a heart. It, it was a state. Like. I always thought their house was huge, but when I like grown up and seeing it, it's like, it's a humble, it's a split level home. Like it's the, it's the same split level home that everyone has been in their entire life. But yeah, they were, they were proud of what they had and they put their initial on it. A suburban split. That is pretty awesome. That is cool. Yeah, I think if for me, and this is just aesthetics, I think it would depend on the letter of my last name Mm. as to whether or not I put (laughs) Yeah, an I. An I would be cool though. Like I's not, but it because it could be very I abstract. It's not. <laughs> no, I mean, Corey, you may be dying inside. That I'm like, no one can make an I look interesting. <laughs> uh, but I put a light bulb just, on it. You know, my jury's out on the I. I'd rather have like an X or a Y. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I picked my last name so that I can put. <laughs> so that I can put it on my gate. <laughs> Just add an X to the beginning of your last name. Oh, that's my gate name. <laughs> end of the al- end of the alphabet is where all the good at the beginning, and the end of the alphabet is where all the good shit happens. First date, last date, maybe. <laughs> the middle's so boring. Well, we could, on our house, we could have BGs. BG. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Corey, like your initials, that's good. Like it's like loop. Mm-hmm. Corey Donatella like Gutch. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, you know, an H an good. H makes really good sense for a gate too. But, True. You know. True. Mm-hmm. But right. not a cursive H. Oh. I don't, I'm not yeah. a fan of their 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 typeface but choice. It, I think I think it was I think it was in my mind that it's like I saw that and it was like, oh, naturally. <laughs> Naturally, their gate has a giant yeah, H on it. Because any couple that is um, being stalked, blackmailed, <laughs> every day, kidnapped, mm-hmm. you know, want to want announce their place to be very identifiable. should absolutely have something that's like, <laughs> yeah. how can we wayfind this for you just a little bit more? It's <laughs> easy. How about a giant H? Do the hearts live here? Do the hearts live here? Talking about fashions. Mm. There were some fashions that I loved in this episode. Mm, let's get For, it. Firstly, that bathrobe. <laughs> that <laughs> that was wearing. Good. I yeah. really like that mm-hmm. bathrobe. It's like a tan collar with a black mm-hmm. kimono-y sort of look. And then Jennifer, when she first goes to Jonathan's office, is wearing a black business suit with red, mm-hmm. giant red. red lapel, matching red clutch. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, the society couple. Claire. 
Claire, Claire was it for me. I, Claire, unstoppable. Every mm-hmm. every scene she's hero. Yeah. Yeah. Claire mm-hmm. just looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I do feel like George Christie's outfit was one of my favorites because he's wearing sort yeah. of a mm-hmm. seafoam green mm-hmm. knit tie with yeah. the matching blazers. And really good. He's kind of like a David David Hockney vibes. W- yes. W- yes. That's who I was thinking. Of. That shot mm-hmm. was just like so good in that restaurant with the. It's like a tangerine tablecloth and mm-hmm. lime green striped 70s looking booth with a giant statue of a sphinx behind them <laughs> they're wearing these like <laughs> easter brunch outfits with champagne in front of them yeah they looked amazing and the, very black tie oh very black tie. well it was a seafoam like green tie seafoam green tie <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean you guys are in la it seems like people would i guess your backyard is your orangerie but <laughs> i love the idea of the orange orangerie like historically speaking you know, it, in terms of having one at your a, house. What is it? It's basically like a, a conservatory where you would grow citrus fruit in your house. That's awesome. Like I want to go to this seven, restaurant. 1600s to 1800s. I was just thinking about when we went to like lunch with your parents at the Cheesecake Factory in Tacoma. <laughs> and I've never been in one of those before. And yeah. I walked in and it was like an There's Egypt- a Cheesecake Factory in Tacoma? And it's, it's in South, South Center, Center Mall. South Center. Yes. And it's like an Egyptian temple. Oh, it's It's like insane. you walk into Vegas. Yes. This, oh. It's so yeah. insane. Not what I was expecting yeah. for a it's Cheesecake really Factory. Weird. It's, it's very wild. weird. There's these huge Egyptian pillars and the ceilings yeah. are like, 40 feet high. Yeah. yeah, but the walls are still peach. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. just weird. Wild. Yeah. That is not what I thought those restaurants looked like on the no. inside. I've only been to Cheesecake Factory one time. I don't remember why I went there, but mm. Cheesecake Factory makes me wish I was at Claim Jumper, which is a restaurant that <laughs> Eric and I used to talk about. Have you guys ever been to that? Mm-mm. Oh, yes. Wait, didn't you come with yeah. us to Claim Jumper, yeah. Corey? Yeah. 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 Where the food was like the everything was like the size of the table. Yeah, yeah, like a piece uh, of cake is like a cake. Um, I've never thought Jennifer's hair has looked better than when she's explaining to Max the uh, that their house is bugged. Mm. It is so bouncy and just like she she's it's moving true. her head and it, mm. the bangs are like swooped I feel, down and then back. It's her hair so has a, it's like a lot. It's mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of uh, horizontal. Mm-hmm. directionality I felt that way on. when she got out of jail <laughs> like yeah. Oh, yeah. she's in the car and she actually makes she's she's doing something with like her jacket and she pushes her hair and like the whole thing moves like there's so much yeah. hairspray uh-huh. like, the whole thing <laughs> shifts I noticed that yeah. so that's yeah. great when they see the morning hooker <laughs> the morning <laughs> hooker <laughs> it's right before she passes the morning she hooker she got out before <laughs> I did See that girl? I love that she's like, she's, <laughs> she's just, driving by in a Mercedes, she, she right? She walks like <laughs> two blocks from the jail and just <laughs> like stands on the Back corner. at work. <laughs> like what? Back to work. Early shift. Don't, donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone? It's like eight hours when you don't, you're not making money. Yeah. yeah. It's like the pandemic. Part oh, of the, shit. part of the shift. Uh, Deanne never has looked better, in my opinion. Oh she, my looks she looks so gorgeous. So uh, my stunning. note was that she looks so good in that blue. She was oh, yeah. stunning I, in the electric blue with the slit skirt. I yes. hated that top, though. What? I really dislike that top. Why? I don't know. There's that a blouse? there's a that triangle like Ooh. I don't know. It's like ultra modern little house on the prairie thing, and I, I don't it. like it. Like disco. Oh. I thought it was like it's disco. She's got like a, a little disco-y, ruffle V across yeah, the I don't I didn't I didn't like front. it. I didn't like it. But I, but that color, it just makes her 
features just go like, she looks so um, good. She just looks super oh, gorgeous. I mean, so Mimi cute. Maynard. Mm-hmm. She's always so gorgeous. Mimi, Mimi, and we love I you. I love the slit skirt. Yep. Is sephiric a word? <laughs> sephiric. Sephiric. <laughs> Do you mean sapphire-like? Or Sapphic. Yeah. Or, sa- or les- lesbian. Sapphire-like or sappho-like? Sappho-like. <laughs> She's very sappho. Um, speaking of, I've I've depleted my notes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, my notes. So y'all yeah. dig in. My 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 note was my last note that I have written down was counting on what Arthur, because like mm. yeah, you know, counting on YouTube, counting on YouTube, and he was mm-hmm. but he was counting on them to last, mm-hmm. right? So he was bummed because he lost mm-hmm. fifty thousand dollars that he would never get he, back I'm if they assu- if their relationship lasted. Wouldn't you just assume that he ten years? Oh, okay. 10 years. Arthur was 10 years. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. Do you think that they uh, put that money back in the trust? Oh, yeah. Or do you... <laughs> Let's talk about the resolution at the church, which is one of my favorite conclusions of a heart-to-heart episode. Oh, yet. yeah. Mm. I mean, there was, there was, there was, there was none, co- none collateral damage. Do Fred knocked down two nuns riding bikes. Riding bicycles. <laughs> of he course. Oh, and then fist fight with Jonathan. Jonathan knocks his ass out, <laughs> and a priest comes out. And this is my favorite thing. Jonathan makes a terrible joke to the priest. He's like, you better give him his final blessing. And the priest stares at Jonathan like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what he, is this? He gives him this. It's a long, hmm. The shot lasts like just a little too long. And the priest just looks so exasperated. Like, <laughs> like again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much sacrilegious um, (laughs) fist fighting this season. It's Mm, great. Yeah. I did have one other note. I'm sorry. I'm going to jump in just Mm -hmm. because it's a quick one. Uh, I I don't know why, but I I was taken by Claire after the bar brawl. Claire yelling out to Stephanie, my lawyer's Leon Rapello. He also does criminal law. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) He also does criminal law. So good. Right. Don't wipe the ink off your like, fingers. Like she's yelling at Jennifer Hart, her lawyer's do you, do name. You, like, you need Gen- an attor- do you need an attorney? Jennifer's Jennifer got a Hart. Just, <laughs> I think Jennifer's got it covered. Yeah. <laughs> got Me, a gossip columnist, side person, sidekick, like, yeah. sidekick is like, <laughs> like what, well, is she was she writer who like was she, or was she just she was just was she a I, I wrote think she's down, a society like, lady. A, was she just a society dame? She's a society lady, mm, society and dame. a drama Ooh. and a drama queen. She's she's mm-hmm. just she's there to stir shit. Okay, I wrote society dame down too. I was like, yeah. I want to be a society dame. <laughs> she's like a, a gossip. Job. She's a society she dame. <laughs> Place for society. Gossip. Um, I feel like there's something at some point we're going to have to talk about creating the hybrid bar slash gambling den slash singles bar slash mm-hmm. discotheque that is just an amalgam of. All of the bars, discotheques, <laughs> gambling tents, uh, everything, all the ones that we've experienced throughout uh, all of Heart to Heart. I mean, what's your favorite Todd one? Todd and Jerry's. Mm. I'm a marina nightlife kind of guy. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm marina nightlife is clearly <laughs> it. Is that the Stanley Because of the DJs. Yes. Yeah, because of the DJs. <laughs> Break yeah. those chains. <laughs> Unlock those chains By like any <laughs> power violence or whatever the fuck the band was called <laughs> <laughs> implied violence um implied violence she says somebody's gonna like s- jockey your discs or whatever <laughs> um yeah no that's clearly the most fun bar and then they have good after parties too except True. for the murder yeah mm. um did anyone else catch that is it this episode where jonathan says 
about Pat. Does he actually say about Pat Yankee? It was murder. Oh, did he? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Did he when after they found her body? I'm assuming. <laughs> My ear did not perk up about oh, it. I, I wish I would have caught that. <laughs> like I said, I had terrible technical difficulties. I'll and go sometimes, back. as you know, like. I veer wildly uh, th- between heart dimensions. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I think my last note is at one point in the, oh, there was a Motorola product placement that seemed years ahead of its time. That little speaker they were listening to in the van. Oh yeah. That looked like mm-hmm. it was from the nineties, but it was a little Motorola speakerphone, yeah. which I guess those just looked the same for a really long time. Uh, and then <laughs> Jennifer describes herself as not a suspicious person and i was like <laughs> are you fucking kidding me jennifer the amount of on. murders you've sleuthed over the years and you're not a suspicious she's person? not suspicious people are just sitting down right next to her like practically lying on her lap i mean like <laughs> i'm gonna kill my husband yeah and here's how i'm gonna do it yeah this is true that's not so you don't have to she's, be suspicious to, she to still pick wouldn't up on suspect that. them <laughs> uh yeah she's not suspicious of her husband and then the last one was Jennifer charging Jonathan on onto the bed after she fake closes the door, fake leaves the room. She just does this oh. book, like runs at him. That was speed. Oh, I love that. That was really. Cute. I thought that was so cute. Well, I think it's time. Or oh. pick your pose. <laughs> Corey got in at the end there. <laughs> oh. uh, mine was Mister Nichols. Oh. Mr. Nichols was the man of hench of yeah. the uh, guy. The, the <laughs> he was the. He was the guy. Guy. I have. I have him. I, ha- yep. I actually uh, have him down as Mr. Nichols' gut puncher. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> when he you, says, "Do you want him to punch your gut?" <laughs> <laughs> he, so he. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to step on your 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 part about Mr. Nichols, but he was going to be my first choice. And then I changed it. Oh, Ooh, mine too. So. Actually, same All right. thing. Same. Well, Joe? That moment though was really funny because he says, he doesn't say make sure he knows we're serious or something that would make sense in that moment. He says, he says, make sure he keeps his promise. And then the yeah. guy punches him in the stomach <laughs> and it's like, how does that help him? Keep his I don't understand. <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's fun. To, it's fun to punch people. Yeah. Too. That's how um, banks work. <laughs> my poke is, Arthur. Arthur. I knew it. Arthur, you did? I, I almost changed it to Arthur. Totally. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so oh cute. He's really cute. And I hesitated, though, because I thought maybe Arthur's too young. Uh, <laughs> there was a daddy later on. There was a daddy. <laughs> I feel like he could have a, a very strong George Costanza thing if he took his glasses off, <laughs> you know, and then became the sexiest man in Seinfeld. <laughs> Much like George Costanza. <laughs> Uh, oh wait, no, Ellen, Ellen. Ellen or me? Oh, it's sorry, Ellen. Yeah. Ellen, then you. So it's okay. easier to cut okay. yours out. Oh. <laughs> edit, edit it out after we, after we hurl. And we go in in our minute max order because we're very rigid. <laughs> we are. It's very we're so, serious. We're very structured. <laughs> incredibly formal. This process. Well, I did submit my paperwork earlier, indicating what my poke was. <laughs> um, we had a filing error. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, um, I feel like I've had a couple weeks where I'm just like, nah, nah, and I've sort of fallen off with my objectophilia uh, this a, season. The slit dress. So I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm. The objects this season are not as sexy as the objects have been in previous the, yeah, seasons. Yeah, not, not to me. That bird statue? Um, you kidding me? Very pokey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it. Pet Yankee. Yay! Yay! 
or is it Irene Day, Daryl? <laughs> I, I thought I, I was. My money was on Pat Yankee or Claire. Right. Mm. I, yeah. I thought it was going to be. Of course, there. like I, initially, I was like Claire. Then I was all, no, no, no. Pat Yankee's <laughs> yeah. got the chops. Corey. Like Corey. Andy Seagram. Oh. He's the best. Oh. He's the best looking of them all. Whoa. Remember, whoa, whoa, whoa. he's so gorgeous. He's so gorgeous. <laughs> In my wow. mind, Love. I was thinking of Clifford when you said Love. that. <laughs> okay, well, Andy Maven. Seagram. Corey, I think is this Solid. is the first time someone has <laughs> chosen an an off screen character. Yeah, who's the best looking of any of the characters I, on the episode? We can't really argue right. with that. I mean. He's not right, going to be John like. Jennifer both think he is the best looking. Person. He's not yeah, going to be a giving know. lover, on, Corey. Like, that's crazy. He's going to focus on himself and then be like, "Are you done? Did you finish?" Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Right. Looking at the is mirror. It, is myself. it pick the person you're going to marry and uh, no, start with it's about. Just, <laughs> just checking. <laughs> okay. I always, I always, I always like to envision my life with the, with my pokes. <laughs> <laughs> you and Ar- you and Arthur are like having a picnic yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> you and Arthur are like <laughs> water yeah. skiing. What would we do together? <laughs> Willie's water skis? Yeah. Would we go parasailing? <laughs> the dangerous game of parasailing. <laughs> the most dangerous sport. <laughs> Will you go watch somebody get murdered on the ski slopes? <laughs> we'd go we probably go horseback sunbathing. Do you want to look at uh wedding photos next to a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> Kill a monk or two. Do you want to go to Bacopa? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bacopa. Bacopa. Or have you ever been to Bacopa? <laughs> I've not been to Bacopa. Do you want a pina koala? You should see the Bacopan lamp stores. <laughs> Corey, do you have any questions? I just was thinking of one. Th- when, you brought, when you brought up the, 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 the looking at wedding photos next to the dead body, like, they're in a crime scene. Like, <laughs> I know and they're touching, and they're touching all the evidence. They're touching oh, all the photos oh, from from season one. There's an ongoing joke about them touching everything in a okay. crime scene. Like, there's mm-hmm. they ask a cop at one point, like, "Can we go into this crime scene?" And the cop goes, "Yes, but don't touch anything." Mm-hmm. And it happens and a few like, times, and then they go in and just touch everything. <laughs> okay. They don't give up. And fun. sometimes they take a parrot with them when they leave. <laughs> And you know what? I Jennifer would. not wiping that ink off her fingerprints mean like it like links in. They don't give a fuck about fingerprints, these two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a question for the group. Mm-hmm. If you made a fifty thousand dollar bet in escrow <laughs> on break on a couple breaking up, how would oh. you cause their breakup? Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Um I'd fuck one of them and take one hundred percent. I would I would fuck one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd send long stem carnations. <laughs> Whoa. Flowers for men. <laughs> From a man for a man. Men's flowers. <laughs> I think razor weed is oh, a good name for men's flowers. Man flower. <laughs> razor weed. Razor weeds to make them seem cooler. Um I'd kill their children. Oh. <laughs> Because oh. <laughs> like you, you don't survive that. Oh damn! That's <laughs> very God. cold. Very, very cold. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Wow. I think mine's oh, pretty much God. the guaranteed method. To- you're, you're right. I <laughs> my life depended on it. <laughs> I would involve one of them in Amway. <laughs> Wait, oh, yeah. it's splitting splitting them up. Can you just kill one of them? Uh, no, no, I don't think no, so. I think the bet, that would, ends the, it. Bet would that be, ends the bet would be null and void, I think, moved. if one of them died. Because there are rules they, to this, or, okay? You can't just... Yeah. I would say Arthur would win if one of them died. 
even if it was before 10 years, because that's that's mm. not a divorce. That's not a separation. Mm. Yeah. You guys would all fuck the married couples. Though, so oh, know. yeah, I totally yeah. fuck a married couple. I don't. You know, okay. It's cool with me. Oh, wow. I mean, there's cash. <laughs> yeah. Your life's on the right. line. The mafia. <laughs> well, your telephone. I mean, depending on, on who the person was, that's could be just be a major win win. Yeah, I mean, if it was Andy Seagram. I mean, like, what if it's Andy Seagram <laughs> and his partner? And then, you know, yeah. come on. They might hate their children. That's I'm doing them a favor. Nothing but net. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but net. Ellen is on fire. <laughs> Ellen, that should be your catchphrase. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> you should say nothing but net. Like whenever anyone oh does God. a good statement. It's, it's was legit half price Mescal. Night. That's rad. <laughs> nothing but net. That's the best night of the week. Well, Corey, if you have, Mescal, if, if you have no net. further questions, we're going to get to ratings. Oh, and, okay. And I'm going to tell you how we do yes, this. Please. And we are, we're going to, we may have to have a little caucus about how this is going to, to apply to our overall rating system. Oh, Corey's, but Corey's oh, will not yeah. enter into those. Oh, Margaret, Margaret, wow. get it's, Margaret on, on the designer phone. I know we, yes. Yeah. Get Margaret on one of our designer phones. <laughs> the Mar- Margaret, one I apologize, but you have to add designer. one column to that, to that or spreadsheet. But they're not designer phones, they're just designer color phones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like historical American colors. They're just regular phones, but they're designer colors. So the way we do this is we rate the episode <laughs> zero to five hearts. Okay. You may use half hearts if you, you may wish use half hearts, to split hairs. But we will not be a nerd. We will not do quarter hearts. We will uh, not you can do okay. you can do halves. Uh if it if the episode gets ten to fourteen hearts, it's a heart attack. Oh. If it gets five to nine hearts, it's a heart murmur. And if it gets one to four hearts, it's a heartworm. And if it's zero hearts, it's heartless. But if it's 15 hearts, it's a heart of gold. And uh, saying that all out loud is really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but so my my hearts won't count. But could I if we're on a, if we're on the fence one way or the other? Can I can I be a deal? Can I be a tiebreaker? So or when we tiebreaker, sure. when we know. originally so. brought this the idea of having guests on the the thing was that guests would be able to either add or subtract hearts from an episode score or from the overall season score. Oh, that's score. right. That's oh. right. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to suggest that we, the the core group okay. does the ratings as we normally do. And then, Corey, you are allowed to add or subtract to any of our scores. Okay. What do you think of that? Oh. Does that make sense? Wait, not. I mean, does uh, any of it make sense? <laughs> the total overall score we get, and then Corey can choose to add or subtract. Them. I don't want to disrupt your structure. No, I know, but I just, <laughs> I, I'm, or we can just have, or Corey can just add his his rating, and we can take that into consideration mm. when we do the recap, and maybe we'll have Corey back for the recap, <laughs> <laughs> having only watched one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you like that episode? <laughs> do we just do all of our scores, average it? And multiply that number times three. How about we just have him have he gives he gets to give a supplemental score, and we can choose to to uh, we can choose scores. whether or not we want to agree to that. I mean, we could push. <laughs> we should push the quali- qualifications for each thing up like two hearts. Margaret, what, I think what it's would all you okay. do? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Margaret, can you call us right now, please? Well, okay, so <laughs> Margaret, um, I. Loved this episode. Uh, I liked it way. Actually, the one note that I didn't share with you was all caps. 
I fucking love this episode. Wow. And I wrote that, I think, during the car chase. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I, I wrote it I wrote it when uh when Jennifer got out of jail. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So <laughs> the coat. The coat. Mm. So but she this episode starts with the hearts being heartsy, and that's my favorite thing about the show usually. Mm-hmm. Um then it's like they really tricked me, even though I should have remembered <laughs> that they were tricking people. Uh I got really sad when they were fighting, speaking to my devotion to this couple, this television couple. <laughs> Uh, Max was in this episode a lot. Well, not a lot, but he was in this episode more than he has been this entire season. Freeway was hilarious, in my opinion, looking back and forth. And they they made a funny joke about Freeway. They knocked two nuns off of bikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Five. Five hearts. Wow. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I did also love this episode. I really enjoyed it. It clipped along at a great pace. They they wrapped us up in the mystery of the plot, but a little convoluted. Uh, that weighed it down a little bit. So I'm going to go with four hearts mm-hmm. out of five because there were just some things that were bizarre and didn't quite <clears throat> work in the episode. Yeah. And I got a little bored when they were talking to that cop. Mm. <laughs> Checked out. So four hearts. Hello. Oh, it's a five for me. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Ellen's very concise. She doesn't. <laughs> she, doesn't she doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's because I always say the I say the exact same thing. Yeah. About. Mm. Uh, or I'm just like it. Just had so many things that I super love. That's all I ever say. It's a five. Don't ask. <laughs> okay, Corey. Do you want to? I I think I would also rate it as a five. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I think because it was it I. I was engaged in it and I loved it and I want to like, like thinking about it and talking about it now. It's like, I want to watch more episodes, mm. <gasps> you know? So I think it's a five, right? This if, it's, is... if it gets you. Wait, what did you say? You've broken the spell. Now we can all stop. Doing this podcast. <laughs> Here you go, Corey. <laughs> I just had to do it. Yeah. Somebody they would watch the show. Now no, you have to do you the podcast. Free. <laughs> you have to do the podcast for a hundred years. Off my head. The headphones just like disintegrate them. <laughs> the microphones just <laughs> turn into Thank little heart bubbles. Thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that I made it a four. That's okay. <laughs> um, that's a 14. That's a harder that's a the highest heart of gold you can get. Oh. Uh not heart of gold. That's a heart attack. It's the highest heart, heart attack. attack you can get. And with Corey's the with Corey's five, that I almost feel like Corey's five should count for one real point. One real heart. Sure. So that we can make it a heart of gold. I'm down for that. <laughs> I like Because if he would have given it a three, it would have just been like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. 2.5. But it. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm down, I'm down for that. I, I like, like that idea. I like how often we forget that we make the rules. I know. <laughs> I know. Is that allowed? And I have like some like, weird rigid. Like, like if we don't do we this right, Margaret is going to fucking cancel us. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to let Margaret yeah. decide. Margaret, email me. Uh, what do you think? No, call on your home phone <laughs> or your telephone. What's the right approach? I'll call us. Margaret and we'll actually remember what we've said about scoring any of the 8 million times we've true. talked yeah. about scoring and rating them. Margaret, um, call our home phone. I'll answer, and then I'll transfer it to Eric's side of the bed, and then you can talk to Eric <laughs> about it. <laughs> <sighs> well, guys, 
That was great. I, Corey, did you have fun? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, very much. That was, that was really fun. We we literally just said, Corey, Corey's staying at our place. And we were like, Corey, you're going to be on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have okay. a choice. Get ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Ellen, what are we doing next? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, next week, originally airing on March 2nd, 1982, we are going to be watching and talking about Hearts on Their Toes. The hearts become entangled in international intrigue when they infiltrate a ballet company to help a famed Uh. Soviet dancer who is seeking political asylum and who is being framed in a murder plot. I'm excited for that. I hope one of the ballet dancers becomes a satellite dish. (laughs) 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 They get Soviet radio waves. Yeah, it's getting very white nights up in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> that, that really cracked. I just started imagining, like, this This dancer has a, a Roman. <laughs> this, she, has, she has Greek letters you on can, her leg. <laughs> yeah, you can see it. with the, This one has one on her hand. <laughs> yeah, the ballet tutu, and then her leg goes up like a little satellite dish. <laughs> she transforms. <laughs> they get radio waves. It makes as much sense as the car. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Both at, at it was murder pod. Um, email us at it was murder pod at gmail.com. If you are looking for these episodes to watch along with us, uh, just Google. Well, for next week, Google hearts on their toes. And it's hearts, H-A-R-T-S. And you will find the episode, I promise. I would also just like to give Corey a little bit of a plug because we didn't say anything about who you are as a person at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, true. Check out. Stop erasing Corey. Civilization Civilization. is Corey's design studio that he owns and runs in Seattle. And you guys are doing some amazing public artworks in Seattle. Thanks. At the moment. Yes. That's why you have to leave LA. We're trying to get him to stay until he has to go yes. do that. Yes. What are you guys doing? Uh, we've done some uh, public uh, art installation for the the Seattle AIDS Memorial Pathway. Mm-hmm. And we created these connecting artworks that sort of guide you through the path from one, from other artists' artworks uh, throughout the whole space. And so there's a dedication on Pride, June 26th. And so I have to be back for that. Nice. And I saw them recently. They're beautiful. I went to finally get to see them. And Thanks. while I was staying in your apartment, I yes. felt like I was here. <laughs> um, and I knocked them down. Oh, yeah, yes. I kicked Thank them down. You. And then also check out uh, In Ceremony. In Ceremony, which is my ceramics. <laughs> Fucking overachiever over here. <laughs> my ceramics troupe with mm. uh, Stephanie and Karen. And we do... <laughs> Ceramics. Yeah, it's fun. Will we ever see a ceramic lamp from In Ceremony? I have made a ceramic lamp. Oh, my I've God. Actually thought oh, about making, my making, God. I've actually thought about, but it's not, it's actually in the apartment somewhere. Um, I think it's in one of the closets, but like I've thought about making, I want to make more larger things. So yeah, I'll probably make some more lamps and maybe I'll bring one down. Ooh, I would love that. And that's Corey. That's Corey. We'll put, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do some tagging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Check out Corey and his life. He's pretty great. And his works. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. He's all right. He's all right. Uh that's well, that's it. Um Freeway was adorable. Freeway cracked me up when he was looking back and forth between Jennifer and Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Uh and 
I was happy to see Max. I hope that they had a nice night together uh, listening to the gramophone or watching old horror movies. <laughs> Uh, Max is hopefully done with his Broadway run and yes. will be yeah. rejoining the cast of Heart to Heart now. Uh, but all that said, good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs>